You're listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Erica. We're two next door neighbors who love a good chat and a good cocktail. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink, and stay a while. Hey, neighbor. Hey, neighbor. This is our fall book club, so we're, we'll be spending the whole episode diving into Gretchen Rubin's Better Than Before, a book the author says tackles the question, how do we change? And it's all about habits and tactics for making and breaking them. But first, a cocktail. I have a pumpkin pie bourbon and what? pear cocktail. I know. What? Little I surprise. Saw the pear. I didn't know you had pumpkin That's pie right. happening. So um, this is inspired um, from a cocktail on the Honestly Yum blog. And I I guess I infused bourbon. Excuse I, me. I know. I poured some bourbon in a jar last night, put in some pumpkin pie spice, let okay. that sit for a okay. day, and then I strained that out. Um, the, the recipe had called for me to strain it through a coffee filter. Mm -hmm. And when I started doing that, I realized, oh, this will take approximately six hours. (laughs) I was going so slow. (laughs) So I did my best (laughs) to get it through there. Um, and then I also chopped up some pear, heated that up with like a simple syrup mix. And then I put some more pumpkin pie spice in there. Cause I feel like you can never, yeah, Yeah. I feel like it was going to heat up. And then there's also some lemon juice and a little top of club soda. I love it. It's very pretty. It's a very pretty fall color. I'm excited. We'll see. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. Ooh, I like that. I approve. I like that. (laughs) I added the double ice. It's kind (laughs) of hard to drink around. I wanted it to be really cold for us. We have these big ice cubes and... (laughs) We just haven't quite figured out like the correct cocktail ratio with giant ice cubes in yeah. tiny glasses. Yeah, because one giant ice cube, that's about all it can really handle, but then it's quite not quite enough. Yeah, it's like the glass just needs to be a smidge taller. I know. I guess I'm still looking for the perfect podcasting cocktail glasses. Yeah. Ooh, I like this though. This is good. I love, I am not a whiskey bourbon girl mm-hmm. except for in the fall and winter. Yes. And I with love it with like the spice. Ooh, it's mm-hmm. so good. Mm-hmm. So good. That is just, that is good just job a really good one. match. All right. So let's get into this. So this is actually a reread for me of Better Than Before. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, it's one of those books that since I read it, uh, it's been within the past year, I mm-hmm. think. But since I read it, I just, I find myself thinking about it a lot. Um, I had some real light bulb moments reading it, actually. Yeah. And I find myself recommending it to a lot of people. Um, I feel like we've already mentioned a lot of for things sure. from it. So we're going to just get all the way into That's it. That's right. Let's mm-hmm. just get into it. Mm-hmm. So I think many, many people might know Gretchen Rubin as the author of The Happiness Project. I have actually never read that. Did you? I started it and didn't okay. finish it. Okay. Apparently, I felt I was happy enough. <laughs> I, don't <know. laughs> I don't need this. <laughs> um, but I, so I've, I've never read that, but I am enjoying her podcast, Happier. And so that was recommended to me. And I was mm-hmm. listening to an episode about the personality types that she talks about in this mm-hmm. book. And when she um, was describing the personality types, that's when I had this aha moment. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, I've got to know more about this. Um and you know how I feel about habits anyway. Yes, so. <laughs> yes. And you'll see why shortly. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, so let's give a quick summary of the book. So in Better Than Before, Reuven outlines the four tendency types or personality types that she has kind of 
anecdotally come up with. Mm -hmm. Um, She goes on to talk about lots of different habit tactics and tools and how they might apply to the different tendency types. So let's recap the four different tendencies. And to illustrate each, we'll describe how the tendency type would respond to try trying to establish a new habit, like, say, listening to the Girl Next Door podcast more often. Just hypothetically. (laughs) If you really need to do that. (laughs) Okay, so an obliger meets outer expectations but resists inner expectations. So they might, um, so arranging external accountability works really well for this person to achieve something. For example, they might make a deal with a friend that they'll both listen to the podcast and get together to talk about it. (laughs) A questioner resists outer expectations but meets inner expectations. Questioners are motivated by information or data. So this person will find a study that says that listening to friendly podcasts is good for your health and happiness, and that will be all they need. So then there's an upholder, and they meet internal and external expectations. This person decides they want to listen to the to more Girl Next Door podcasts and makes a schedule of when they'll do it and then does it. And then there's the rebel. They resist inner and outer expectations. This person will listen to more Girl Next Door podcasts if they decide they want to be the kind of person who listens to the podcast. (laughs) And then Ruben goes on to talk about different habit tactics, which we'll mention just quickly. The pillars of habits are monitoring, scheduling, and accountability. To start a habit, she talks about first steps, clean slate, and lightning bolt. And then in the categories of desire, erase, excuses, she goes over abstaining, convenience, inconvenience, safeguards, loophole spotting, distraction, reward, treats, and pairing. And finally discusses clarity, identity, and other people. Woo! Yeah. This is an information-packed book. Yes, it really is. There's a lot of takeaway. (laughs) Yes. I think that's going to make for a really good discussion, Mm -hmm. though. Okay, so let's get into our reviews. We always review books with a letter grade, um, but we each definitely have to share our tendency type. And she did outline some other kind of initial personality traits at the very beginning. So what type are you? What did you like and not like about the book? Okay, I am a rebel. All right. With a bit of a um up or um an obliger okay. lean. Yeah, I feel like there's so like I a lean more towards a obliging than I would questioning. Okay. I, okay. I do care what people think about right, me, which right. a true purist rebel probably doesn't. So you're, you'd be more motivated by, yeah, by like um, accountability to someone else versus like data and information. Yes, like a totally, okay. totally. Okay. And, but I don't want to be a jerk, but I also am very, I right. have, you can't make me do it and neither can I. Right, right. Like kind of mentality. <laughs> um, so that's my, that is my type, which I really, I kind of guessed at and mm-hmm. I have come out both ways in a in a quiz mm-hmm. that I've taken online mm-hmm. about it but then after reading it I'm a true rebel okay. so okay um I will say I I really like the book I think there's tons of helpful takeaway I think that one huge thing about it is just just really how much she makes aware how much habits make up our life like we yeah. think of it as just like this side thing like oh mm-hmm. I have this habit or I have this mm-hmm. this good habit I want to start but really your whole life is made up of yeah. habit and she yeah. makes a point about how um you know, just if you think of your day to day, how much of mm-hmm. it is just ritual and like doing the same thing yeah. over and over and how changing some of that really changes who you are. Mm-hmm. And so I really liked that. I think um, she said habits are the architecture of our daily mm-hmm. lives or of our lives. Mm-hmm. And I really liked that. Mm-hmm. That was a really clever phrase. It's so true. Mm-hmm. I will say um, I am not a data numbers information person, mm-hmm. but I think she kind of like 
flouts anything but anecdotal research a little mm-hmm. bit like she mm-hmm. she did some very she even just comes out and says like well I didn't care about what that article said <laughs> right. like I just so I, I I didn't really mind that necessarily mm-hmm. it just was like well this is just kind of a fun um, observation it does help describe people but mm-hmm. you can't you kind of got to take it with a grain of salt yeah. a little bit in terms yeah. of like basing your life around right. it um, right yeah, I think that it was it was very informational and informative and I don't I don't know what it is. Like I don't find her a real compelling storyteller. Mm-hmm. So even like some of the stories she shared I was like, "Oh, uh-huh." Like that was like okay. a little bit boring. Yeah. Like <laughs> I, it just didn't it wasn't like I can't put it down. In yeah, fact, I had right, kind right, of right. a hard time getting through it even though I really liked the mm-hmm. insights she had and the mm-hmm. information she had. So I mm-hmm. You know, for me, she wasn't. And I even find that listening to the podcast. I really love the Mm -hmm. topics and I love the, um, I mean, I just love even like the little ones that she does, but personality wise, like something Mm -hmm. doesn't connect with me for her, but I don't, I don't know what it is exactly. Right. Right. Um, so yeah, I would say overall as a grade, did I give it a grade Mm -mm, yet? I mean, I would give it a B. Okay. I think that there's some real valuable insights there, but probably for the same reason I didn't finish happier. Yeah. What is it? Happier? Happier happiness project. Happiness project. It's yes. just like, okay, that's good. Yeah. That's cool. And it really, it did give me some major light bulb moments, but it wasn't like, oh my gosh, it's the best book I've ever read. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So exactly. That's how I feel about it. Okay. There's, there are these other things I might've added it after we split up our outlines, but, um, okay. So she had these other things I've got at them, the, oh, okay. Like you, these little, like you're either this or yes, that. Yeah. Yes. I've got them. Okay. We'll go over that after my <laughs> review then. <laughs> Uh, ignore the past <laughs> couple seconds, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> this is us just working on the this outline on the fly. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Um, so I would give it the same grade, a B. Um, I kind of the same, like really enjoyed the subject matter. Mm-hmm. Some aspects of the writing did like, yeah, kind of frustrated me or weren't like resonating yeah. as, as strongly. Um, so, um, I was actually, it, it kind of annoyed me, like maybe it's coming from a science background or I don't know. She, I feel like, especially because she's essentially outlining these, um, personality types, which feels mm-hmm. like it should be based like on years of like right. clinical right. psychological research. And on the one hand, it, it totally resonates with mm-hmm. me and seems like it does have mm-hmm. like this um kind of like core truth to mm-hmm. it and it's so popular that obviously it's true for a lot of people but then at the same time I'm like I feel like this is like the the seminal work of a psychologist after like right. their long career and I'm right. like how did you just like uncover this right. and, you, and you don't have like data like yeah. like true data um and to me she goes in and out of that scientific yes. voice where yes. if she just was truly I mean, she does say like, this is just, mm-hmm. you know, from my experience, but then mm-hmm. she'll interview a doctor about something. Right. Or, so it's like, well, you kind of got to pick one or the other. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, <laughs> it, it is kind of, it's kind of funny. Um, and then just the way that, like you said, sometimes she talks about studies or she'll just mention something like people are happier when, mm-hmm. but she doesn't cite. Very like, empirical yeah, statements. Yeah. I, I'm like, well, were they five percent happier or eighty percent right. happier? Was right. it three people or four thousand people? Right. And so, just me, I'm like, you're not, not even putting a footnote so that I could see what study that was yeah. from. I don't know some generalizations. Yeah, for sure. yeah, exactly. So that those just kind of stick out to me. Just feel like, oh, like I don't know. Tell tell me more. Um, and then, kind of like you said, where 
um, she would be kind of dismissive of her own advice sometimes, yeah. you know, where she would just, I don't know, maybe there was something, there were a few different examples of it in the book, like maybe having the, like the clean slate and she like, couldn't think of any clean slate. So she cleaned her daughter's room and I was kind of yeah. like, you couldn't think of anything. Yeah. And maybe if you <laughs> like, couldn't, don't include that in the book. <laughs> yeah. So it would just be kind of funny because, yeah, it is like, well, you're writing a book about it. Like maybe you right. could just, and she would just kind of, you know, on the one hand it is like she's being very real yes. and true. Yes. And it's true. You just have to kind of like do what's best for you. But then sometimes there were just times when it just seemed a bit dismissive mm-hmm. that just, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yes. Something kind of something about it. Um, oh my gosh. Uh, I don't know if you've like, what how this part um whether it stuck out to you or not but her um whole thing about the low carb diet was like <laughs> I'm I'm vehemently anti low carb diet. <laughs> it was I just, love carbs. Yes. And I think the fact that she is not a nutritionist, mm-hmm. she read this random book mm-hmm. and and, you know, this guy cites some, I haven't read the book myself. I did talk to uh, a source close to me who... Dr. Fitness. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> who happens to have a PhD in related nutrition sciences. Um, I, I don't know. Just because then she goes out and is like... Evangelizing. No, yes. this is the yeah. way. And I'm like, you just... And the thing about it is, uh, like, yes, you can... Um, you can be healthy, I guess, on a low carb diet, you could Mm -hmm. lose weight. It's Mm -hmm. not the diet, right? Like it's, it's not the holy grail of diets. Right. And it's just like frustrating too. I think that just kind of these things where it's like kind of the pseudoscience where it's like, well, what were you eating before? She said she was eating healthy diet, but right. But you know, a lot of people think they're eating a healthy diet. And so I don't know. I was just like annoyed by that. Where No, and that's where it's that back and forth for me too, where Mm -hmm. like, Sometimes she's dismissive even of her own opinion. Like, well, it just right. worked for me. It's exactly. No and then this, she got on like yes. a soapbox yes. about and it was like, yes. I mean, I like bread, number one. So <laughs> yeah, skim. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and so, yeah, just that there was like way too much of the book devoted to her, like trying to convince everyone yeah. in her life to eat yeah. low carb. Right. <laughs> that was like really annoying. That was, it did keep popping up in <laughs> like did. every chapter. And so, and something about it too, that, um, she made this statement that was kind of like, um, people have good environmental and ethical arguments for not eating animal products, but I'm just more focused on my health. And like, for me as a vegetarian, Mm -hmm. like that is very dismissive of a very important value to me where it's like, well, and your health, you you would consider yourself just as concerned about your health. Right. Right. Exactly. So it just kind of felt like, yeah, sometimes like just sweeping aside where it's like, Oh, there's a little bit more nuance than that. And better way to say that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, just, just kind of funny. I think though, at the same time, it's like, Oh, I didn't say I'm an upholder. Surprise, (laughs) surprise, surprise, everyone. (laughs) I love habits. So this is the thing. This is an area where we are true opposites. Like so different. Like this is on our Venn diagram of Erica and Kelsey. (laughs) We are in habits. We are like, yeah, they don't overlap. Um, So I think because Gretchen Rubin is also an upholder, I think she's an even more extreme version of me or there's something about it. She's just different in ways than Mm -hmm. I am. Like, I don't think I'm as, or at least after reading this, I'm like, oh, I definitely don't want to be like that where I'm like, (laughs) oh, you need to do this. You know, she's like very much not. 
she like wants to, she's, you can tell she's trying to help people in all of her advice, like for what would work with them, but still in a way that's like, but my way is a little judgy. Yeah. Uh Yeah. No. And I will say I have come, this is kind of a side note, but Mm -hmm. I have commented to friends or friends have said like, you do eat vegetarian and you are, you have very like, you don't have a TV, you have Mm -hmm. decided certain things for your life, but you are one of the most (gasps) non-judgmental people I know I'm glad for real I just and I don't think that's always easy to do because when you feel passionately about something you Mm -hmm. it's very easy to be like no this is this is what everybody should do right because you're excited about it and so yeah you are just really really good at that that's a side note but well I'm I'm glad because so I feel like I can recognize that and I can like empathize some Mm -hmm. with her but it's just like oh you're going too far yeah yeah (laughs) maybe just don't say that (laughs) it's just really it's really funny so I could yeah anyway um okay so let's go through through before we talk about some of our own like habits good and bad and maybe how some of these tactics work and let's go through these different kind of personality traits and that we're we all going to be fall. exactly the opposite of. <laughs> yeah I'm so, I'm so <laughs> interested to hear okay so lark or owl this is like early bird or night owl owl really mm-hmm. okay well I knew that you weren't a morning person but yeah. like a late night person what do you well, think? Well, having kids has changed that. Sure. But I would, if, I could, if I could go to bed at my ideal yeah. time, it would, would be, be like 1230. Whoa. And really? I'd wake up at like 830. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I am definitely a lark. Yeah. Ideal yeah, bedtime nine. <laughs> ideal and you wake bred up. one. <laughs> you, oh got what you, you got what you exactly. had coming to you. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> Marathoner, sprinter, <laughs> procrastinator um from someone who works with me on things that have a deadline <laughs> procrastinator <laughs> and but you don't think it's a sprinter no i don't do it on purpose i'm stressed okay. about it okay. that was like one big distinction she said like sprinters purposely they know. do it because they know they they do their best work then right, and right. i i would say maybe i do my best work then but it probably could be better if i didn't procrastinate <laughs> right it stresses me out. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely, I'm or a marathoner. I mean, obviously sometimes I procrastinate on things, but I prefer to be and sometimes yes. have things in place where yes. I am. <laughs> okay. Underbuyer, overbuyer. 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 I'm an underbuyer, I would say. Thus my high tops. <laughs> I need all of the things for the gym now. And thus, all of and thus the, the $6 coasters that you had to buy me. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> buy the damn coasters, buy the coasters. <laughs> Thank you, Erica. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Simplicity lover, abundance lover. I'm an abundance lover. I'm simplicity. Give me an example. Um, there were some examples in the book that I feel like. She's it's like not just like, my drink oh, I'm here. a hoarder. Right, right. I, I still love like and it's not, and ways I, to simplify my life, but I right. get like satisfaction from like a full fridge and a full pantry and like mm. everything stocked gotcha. and like many shoes to choose from. Ooh, and okay. that's why like oh, capsule wardrobe did not work for me. Interesting. I want to love everything I have and I want okay. to be intentional about it, but I, I want choices, especially you combine that with the rebel part of me that wants to choose what I feel like doing right. every day. Um, and I need choices. So interesting. So that like makes me feel like, ah, Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. yeah, I was just thinking about this the other day in relation to my skincare routine, which was my obsession last time. And one thing that I love so much about it and just like kind of my like personal care items in total is like, I want to find the thing and, and then, then I want to stick to it. And then I want to never decide about it again. Mm-hmm. Like I don't mm-hmm. want to have the decision because that kind of like, I guess choosing can kind of stress me out. Yeah. And no, and I'm very decisive. I like choices. Yeah. So you like like to have the choice mm-hmm. and you make the decision. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Finisher 
or opener? Like project starter, project finisher? Opener. I can't decide what I I am. I don't have great follow through. I can't decide. I I love to start things, but I mean, I love to see something through. I mean, I definitely think I probably start more things than I actually finish, mm-hmm. but... Maybe you're kind of on the border yeah, on that one. a little bit. Uh, familiarity lover, novelty lover. Familiarity. Me too. I mean, uh, like that some, is one I felt like yeah, you might be the same on. Like something novel over here and there, but for right. the most part, yeah. I want my routines. Uh-huh. Promotion-focused, prevention-focused. Prevention-focused. <laughs> I would say I'm promotion-focused. <laughs> totally. Do you have like a like, like an example like I don't what's a good example? I know like, this one's I kinda tough. Want to floss and brush because I don't want to get chastised at the dentist, not because gotcha. I like want good dental health. <laughs> yeah, I mean I do, <laughs> right, but it's right. all it's more about like <laughs> right. how they look. Like, I want to prevent the, the bad things more than I want to be like, oh, look gotcha. at this good thing that right. I'm doing. Right. Yeah. I think it probably kind of depends for me. Like I'm having a hard time thinking of I I think I yeah, I think I can think about things like in the promotion way, but certainly like I was just thinking about the flossing the other day. Like yeah. that's something I'm trying to get yeah. better about. And it is like, just make it so that the, like right. going to the dentist right. isn't so terrible. Or I clean my house so I'm not embarrassed how it looks when people come over. Not gotcha. necessarily because, I mean, it does make me feel better too, right, but right. that's why. Gotcha. Because I want to just like mm-hmm. have a nice looking house, yeah. you know. <laughs> okay. Small steps, big steps. I'm realizing that I'm, I think I'm a big steps oh, kind of person. interesting. Like I think, all in, it's like the yeah. all or nothing thing. I think I'm a small steps, but I feel like it might kind of depend mm-hmm. on the situation. Mm-hmm. But it, that felt like, that seems like probably what I'd be more comfortable with. Okay. Uh, I feel like this is a big one that affects a lot mm-hmm. of things. Abstainer, which is either all or nothing or moderator. A little bit at a time. Abstainer. Yeah. And when she, we talk about that a little bit more, that was like my biggest light bulb moment okay. of the book. Like the yeah. thing she was saying about that. Because she is an abstainer too. That's right. A very all or nothing in her comments about um, how it's actually easier to do something Mm -hmm. never Mm -hmm. than to moderate yourself sometimes if you are an abstainer is so true. And I'm like, ah. Interesting. That's why I can't eat just one peanut butter cup. Right, right. I should just have zero (laughs) peanut butter cups. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'm I'm definitely a moderator. Okay, so as a follow-up, I wanted to talk about the different habit habit tactics that she talks about in the book and maybe just talk about how we might use them or not use them in our lives and maybe what habits they might be helping us cultivate. Okay. So um, let's start with the pillars of habits. She has monitoring, scheduling, and accountability. Okay. Um, Monitoring, I definitely use now with trying to lose weight and get healthier. So um, Weight Watchers is huge with that and I use it's all online and I am tracking food just like okay. any kind of weight loss program you're doing mm-hmm. some version of um, just like her concept of making it monitoring makes you aware of it and yeah. that's like the first step to anything mm-hmm. right so and let me ask you as a rebel because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm so interested since mm-hmm. we are like different on this how um yeah, like, and so that's not, so, like, that's something that you're able to keep up. Mm-hmm. Like, how how does that kind of, like, work because for you? Because with Weight Watchers, I can choose. Gotcha. Even on a given day, like, I have a certain amount of points, and mm-hmm. I can spend them however I want. If gotcha. I want to eat a whole cake, I gotcha. can do that. I just need to record right. it and know that it's going to have other, like, I consequences. I might right, be hungry right. by 5 mm-hmm. o'clock. Mm-hmm. So that, I think, has been why Weight Watchers versus, like, someone giving me a specific meal you plan. You this, not this. Yeah, because I can eat whatever I want. Right. I just... There's right. points attached you to it. You get to choose so. how to spend your points. Mm-hmm. And gotcha. it kind of rewards my choices. Like mm-hmm. 
fruits and vegetables are zero points. Rewards and exercise so like, and stuff. Yeah, and then my Fitbit um, connects right to the Weight Watchers app too, mm-hmm. and it converts what I do into points. That's really So I awesome. can earn points back for food or, or just gotcha. to accumulate or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so that I can't really cheat that system either because mm-hmm. like I could say, I oh, I think I burned about this many calories. Right. Well, it shows me exactly right. what I did and converts it into points based on like what uh-huh. I'm eating. So uh-huh. that has been huge. Yeah monitoring wise but there are times my rebel tendency is like i don't i want to write down what i <laughs> ate yeah so sometimes it's more fighting against that initial but once i decide mm-hmm. to i feel good i feel like that works for me because i can make so many choices mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so okay how uh, about you with the, with the monitoring um let's see um i think that for me, I've actually at different times, I've kind of been doing this lately. Chris and I are kind of like, okay, we kind of like, sometimes it feels like we kind of need to like check back in on our healthy eating, you mm-hmm. know, and we kind of like get on a kick of that. So we've been actually, Chris is like super into tracking his food lately and I've been kind of doing it too. Mm-hmm. And we've been using my fitness pal. Okay. And mm-hmm. so it's just like, and I think it's just that it's on your phone, mm-hmm. that it has every food you could possibly eat, has like yeah. every Trader Joe's item that I eat. Mm-hmm. It's just like so easy. Um, and so, yeah. And, and for me too, it's like, you know, I'll have like a calorie goal. I don't like worry a ton about it, but mm-hmm. it, it really is like just like making, making you aware mm-hmm. is just kind of like, oh, okay. I, it does just like kind of this thing in the back of my head. Like it kind of motivates me to make mm-hmm. that healthy choice, mm-hmm. you know? And so it really is just interesting how powerful just, yeah, just kind of being aware yeah. of it is like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what about these other, um, pillars of habits, scheduling and accountability. Um, scheduling for me, I'm finding that the group fitness classes work really well mm. because they're scheduled at certain times. If I can just go work out whenever, like go on the treadmill whenever, I'll go never. Mm-hmm. But because it's like, no, I want to go to this body combat class it's right. at 8.30. That's, it's scheduled for me. I didn't yeah. even have to decide anything. That mm-hmm. really helps. Mm-hmm. It's also at the same time every day. So I'm, you know, working out then, or if it needs to be changed, I've been looking at the week ahead and, and rescheduling because I have to pick a specific class then to right. make up. Right. That really helps because it's, it's a schedule. It's literally a schedule. Right. So it's not just like, oh, I'll go <laughs> tomorrow afternoon. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, I'm really trying to implement more of this with like cleaning and household routines. Mm. Just like on Tuesdays, I do this. Mm-hmm. On Wednesdays, I do this. And mm-hmm. just so it's like... If it's just automatic, it's like, this is what I do. I don't have to get overwhelmed by the whole house needing to be cleaned. Mm -hmm. I just focus on one thing at a time or like Mm -hmm. I do one load of laundry a day. And And is that, how like, how's that working? Well, it's hard because of the other part of me that is kind of all or nothing. So Mm -hmm. like, I just either want to clean the whole house or none of the house. Yeah. But if I, I'm trying to just say like, that is, that can be my all out. Like Mm -hmm. I clean all of the bathrooms on Monday. That's what I do. Right. That's it. And then I'm done. Yeah. So. I think it can be helpful. Gotcha. I just haven't been great about sticking to it. Hmm. Yeah, I know. I know. I feel like some some of that stuff is kind of hard because then too, it's just like if something comes up and then it's like all of a sudden it's like, oh, you're a day mm-hmm. off. So then do I make it up? Mm-hmm. And yeah, that like that is a tough one. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I think that scheduling definitely comes in with my exercise. Mm-hmm. Like I am just... I, I think for me when it's scheduled and it's consistent every week, mm-hmm. then I'm not thinking about it. Yeah. And it's kind of like what we'll talk about later, but that convenience factor, mm-hmm. because then it's just, it's in my schedule. I know every Monday, every mm-hmm. Friday, I know at this time it's convenient for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think part of that scheduling too is like finding the time that is truly 
like a convenient time. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, I can go at, you know, a weekend morning or an evening right. and stuff, but those aren't my ideal times. Right. And so like thinking to like what's best for me and right. then finding, you know, what fits there. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like for me, it really is. It's 5 a.m. And mm-hmm. actually like a 530 is not as good, yeah. you know? And yeah. so, so it's like, I've had that before where mm-hmm. it's like, no, but I, like 530 is a little bit too mm-hmm. late, you know? So you um, lark. You mm-hmm. lark I you. know. Oh my gosh. And <laughs> honestly, if there was a 430, that would be like even better. Like the earliest over just the better. <laughs> um, what about accountability? Yeah, this is where, so like my best friend goes with me mm-hmm. and that's huge. And mm-hmm. I've just noticed how different I feel if she can't make it one day mm-hmm. even. And mm-hmm. just to like be able to look at her in the mirror too and be like, okay, you're dying too. All right, right great. Yes. I'm good. And then just as we go to more classes too, like fellow classmates and the, the instructors get mm-hmm. to know us. And yeah. so that does, it is motivating for mm-hmm. sure, especially with that. I don't find accountability like crazy motivating because yeah. it's, again, that rebel tendency <laughs> is like, well, I mean... I don't know it's okay they'll get over it if right. they're, you know right. so but with this head it has been super helpful mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how about you? you know um an interesting accountability thing i mean i would say this podcast yeah like this has been coming out yeah. for nearly three years mm-hmm. on time mm-hmm. every two it. weeks and it's because i'm accountable to you because it would not happen on my <laughs> of my own accord it's because i'm like how can I disappoint Kelsey? (laughs) Like I have to get this done. And then like, and it is, it's like we have like, we know when the episode needs to come Mm -hmm. out. So there's like really only so much time. Right. But yeah, it is, it just, it has, it has been interesting. I mean, if it weren't for the both of us. The mutual. Yes. And then, I mean, as, you know, as we've um, heard from more listeners and heard that people are enjoying mm-hmm. it. I mean, that is like so motivational yeah. too. Like then there is like the yeah. accountability, like to listeners, like, you know, that right. people are going to be like, wait, but I thought a new episode was right. supposed to come out today. No. And like things we've talked about even on the podcast of mm-hmm. wanting to do like cultivating certain things in yes. our lives is like, okay, well I've said that way publicly, <laughs> exactly. so I should exactly. probably do it. Lots of people know that that's <laughs> what I want to do. <laughs> um, Okay. Um, how about what she talks about for beginning? She talks about first steps, clean slate and lightning bolt. Um, I thought this was, it was just really interesting kind of perspective to take because mm-hmm. it is really true. Like mm-hmm. starting something is a very like, is a really big thing. Mm-hmm. And, it can and then come it's like, that, that, that's the hardest part. So that's yeah. where it's important to be right. super intentional. Right. Yeah. Um, I think, when I laugh about this, we made a day of just signing up for the gym. We intentionally oh, did so not smart. wear our gym clothes. That's so smart. We dressed nice. We like rewarded ourselves. I don't even know if we went out to lunch probably. <laughs> I love <laughs> Something it. like that. But we were like, okay, we're just going to go. We're mm-hmm. going to check it out. Mm-hmm. And then we ended up having a lovely experience. And the person who showed us around was great. And we're like, let's right. do it. We're signing mm-hmm. up. And then mm-hmm. we just like dove in so i think put too much pressure on the first step yeah and then that made us more inclined and i think with my personality too since i was like well let's just see Mm -hmm. it was like no i mean i really like it so i'm Mm -hmm. gonna join where if i would have said i'm joining the gym today without Mm -hmm. even going Mm -hmm. it would have been like oh maybe i don't want to today right so i I think that that was a big thing so i took one baby step but then Mm -hmm. after that just like all in dove in and even like the first week we went three times a week and that was our goal Mm -hmm. our only goal Mm -hmm. and then it was like i really want to go more Mm -hmm. like i don't want to just do three times a week Mm -hmm. i want to do it like four to five times Mm -hmm. minimum Mm -hmm. and so then and so yeah just started that way from the beginning Mm -hmm. and kept going so yeah um i really i really like that um yeah the first steps like just 
Yeah, thinking about making it kind of a like a smaller first step, I really like that. And I feel like sometimes I will do that. I'm thinking about um, my digital picture organization. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes if it's like I haven't checked in on it for a while or I like now it's time to make another you know, family album Mm -hmm. that just feels like so huge. Mm -hmm. And so I will think about like a little chunk, like just even if it's just like open the app, log in and make sure, yeah, yeah, like make sure all your photos are synced, which is just like pressing a couple buttons Mm -hmm. on my phone, you know, like Mm -hmm. I just feel like a lot of times on that kind of stuff, it's, it is, it's just kind of like getting over that little initial thing Mm -hmm. and then being able to like go all the way in. Yeah, so, I agree. Um, I really like that. What about um, any examples of clean slate? I feel like I use it a lot. Like mm. I use the beginning of the school year as a clean Ooh, slate. That's yeah. what we did to join the gym. Yeah. Um, any like change in schedule is kind mm-hmm. of a fresh start. We're mm-hmm. all about like New Year's goals and yeah. resolutions. So I totally. I think that I use that yeah. quite a bit. And I will make false clean slates for myself <laughs> that's often. Good. Like, that's good. I feel like that's good to have like mm-hmm. a good tool for mm-hmm. like in your, yeah, just like in your tool belt. Yeah. I feel like for me, definitely like definitely New Year's. And then, yeah, I think like every kind of season I think yeah. about just kind of what I want to like do. It might not necessarily be a new habit, but it could kind of be like a good time mm-hmm. that I'll start thinking about those mm-hmm. things. So I really like that. What about the lightning bolt? Have you had any of like these? I had a lightning bolt moment you know I maybe could say um I don't know if this like fully one but um I was I was kind of already already eating like a vegetarian Mm -hmm. in it was in college and I had a class um we were assigned to read supersize Mm -hmm. me you know the book about Mm -hmm. eating all the McDonald's Mm -hmm. and just like talking more about how it was made and stuff I feel like that was one of the very first books that I read that was like an insight just into a lot of like where animal products come from Mm -hmm. and stuff and it wasn't like I was fully vegetarian after that, but it was just like... I can't be the same after yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And certainly I just like did lose appetite for fast food and, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I would say it was kind of like the lightning bolt. And I am, I think my sub tendency type is questioner. Mm-hmm. So information and data yes. is very motivating yeah. and powerful for me. And so, yeah, I feel like I've... Um, another book that I read um, was called Gut... And mm-hmm. I just read that in the last year mm-hmm. and it's all just about how your gut works and all like, and mm-hmm. it was so fascinating. And just talking about too, the foods that are, I mean, they talked about how important our gut is, like even yeah. for just like our overall mood health. and just mm-hmm. overall health. And so just talking about the types of food that are so important for gut health, mm-hmm. that was like a super motivational for me mm-hmm. kind of like reinforcing like just healthy habits like yeah. okay like fiber and whole grains and vegetables yeah. and stuff like that mm-hmm. so I feel like things like that have been um yeah just kind of remembering yeah. things like that yeah um okay next um there's a whole list of in the category of desire erase excuses um and so he- here's a great one that we can have a good mm-hmm. discussion about but the first one is abstaining so abstaining okay. moderating mm-hmm. I guess kind of Okay, so this was a big light bulb for me when she was talking about it being easier to resist certain temptations altogether than Mm -hmm. occasionally indulging. And I think that that's what I need to do, at least at the beginning Mm -hmm. with food. And Mm -hmm. I think that um, just being in real bad habits with food Mm -hmm. and being very like not mindful of what I'm eating, Mm -hmm. then when I when I try to just indulge a little bit, I just like can't, like it just feeds that appetite and then gotcha. I want more. And gotcha. I just, then I'm constantly like, um, 
having to tap into self-control and mm-hmm. willpower. And she makes the point that like, if you deprive yourself of something altogether, you don't really be, feel deprived at all mm-hmm. because you've kind of said that initial no. Mm-hmm. And then you're not, you're just saying, I'm not going to think about it anymore. Right. Like I'm not going to have chocolate in my house for right now or energy. whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's saying like, we conserve that energy and willpower by not making constant deci- decisions or using self-control mm-hmm. all the time. So mm-hmm. it's much easier to say no to something once and then be done with the whole issue mm-hmm. than to go back and forth endlessly. Mm-hmm. That abstinence takes zero mental effort. Yeah. And yeah. it's true, abstinence both ways, like whether you're completely never doing something uh-huh. or always, always doing something, right? it takes much less effort. So like on the flip side of that, like I always go to the gym on a weekday. Mm-hmm. That's just what I do. Right. And I never go on the weekend unless I really wanted to, mm-hmm. but it's like, I don't have to think about it You don't anymore. have to question yeah. or like, am, do I go to the gym today yeah. or not? Like it's already been decided. Yeah, I feel like that judgment on yourself all the time like mm-hmm. oh i really should it's all yeah. it eliminates all right. of that and i feel like i maybe need to employ that strategy a lot mm-hmm. more often because mm-hmm. it fits right. my personality like yeah. i do have a very hard time uh-huh. i'm like oh i just need a little sweet to have in the house right. well i eat them all the first day so <laughs> yeah. what is the point of having right. this little sweet right. in the house right. you know yes <laughs> um, so anyways yeah um yeah it's so i'm i'm definitely a moderator um Although I will say, I do feel like I use the tactic of abstaining mm-hmm. for, for things like that too, just because like, I feel like I can like with food, I can do a little bit over time, but, but then it's like, well, I might as well just not do it. Yeah. You know, like we yeah. have kind of, I feel like we'll kind of cycle in and out of where we're like eating dessert mm-hmm. most nights and like picking up a dessert at the store. Mm-hmm. And we've kind of cycled back into, we just as routine don't buy yeah. that stuff. Like you maybe have something when you're out or whatever. Yeah, but exactly. Yeah. And it really is like, I, you know, fairly quickly lose kind of like that mm-hmm. expectation for it. And then it's it out re- of sight, out of mind. Yeah, exactly. And it really is just easier. Um, so, um, and I guess I'm thinking of kind of some other things. Um, I feel like I can do this with social media. Mm-hmm. Like I will just notice, and especially, um, like, it's an election year. Oh, and man. so, so much going yes. on. And I was about to delete my Facebook app today. <laughs> I, know, I know. And so, um, I feel like I can be, um, like, I'll just kind of decide, you know what? I feel like I'm like checking Facebook too much mm-hmm. or spending too much time on my phone and just decide I'm going to not check it until Friday. Mm-hmm. And I like can do that pretty mm-hmm. easily, you know, and just kind of get in but a pattern. But that's way easier that. to do than say, I'm going to only check it a couple Once a times yes. or like some vague number, you know what totally. I mean? To just say, no, I'm just mm-hmm. going to take a break. Yeah. For- and, and it is, it's like, I feel like very quickly, I just like lose kind of that reflexive, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. I move the app to like the way end where I don't right. even see it right. regularly. And then I just, I don't think about yeah. it and it does, so it feels, true. feels really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what about, um, what about convenience? Okay. Convenience and inconvenience. Yes. I feel like these are a okay. good pair. So I'm trying to, I'm realizing how, how much like I've made things harder than they need to be. And the more I can make them mm. easy, they will, they will actually yeah. happen. <laughs> so like the gym is literally right next door to the so girls convenient. school. I don't know that this would even be working if it wasn't because yeah. it's so convenient. I, the classes that I go to are mostly at eight thirty, and I drop the girls off at eight fifteen. Mm-hmm. So I have like could not be better. Yeah. I mean, and I purposely chose those classes mm-hmm. be- for that reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and then even little things like I, after a couple of weeks, we started staying for a second class mm-hmm. after the first one, because it was like, well, I don't actually have the girls this day and I'm literally in the room where the 
next class happens. All I have to do is keep standing here <laughs> yes. and I will go to another class. It would actually be harder and require more <laughs> effort to leave. <laughs> so that has been huge. Um, little things too around the house. Like I'm trying to clean the bathroom while the girls are in the bath or shower. Oh, that's smart. They're at this age where I don't have to be like right watching them like literally like sitting on the toilet watching mm-hmm. them. But I just need to be kind of in and out of the bathroom yeah. and in the vicinity anyways. So mm-hmm. just and then having everything in a bathroom cleaning caddy mm-hmm. with like I'm a paper towel bathroom. Cleaner. I know you know this about me. I'm not green in my cleaning. Um, and with like a roll of paper towel, or you could do rags, yeah. like under each sink. Gotcha. Oh, because so that's just something right that doesn't fit in my caddy. So mm-hmm. it's like literally, I have no mm-hmm. no excuse. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I I really would like to do more of this with my food. I find that mm-hmm. when something is, I pick so many things out of convenience, especially with mm-hmm. kids and like oh, you're yeah. just grabbing. And yes. now to me, if I if that is a goal of mine to get in a better eating habit. Mm-hmm. It's worth the investment in mm-hmm. like, maybe you pay a little more for some prepackaged right. and pre-cut veggies and fruit and right. stuff or spend that time investment to do mm-hmm. those things and prepackaged things mm-hmm. so they're easy to grab. So mm-hmm. I would like to do a lot more of that convenience mm-hmm. strategy in my eating. Yeah. And then inconveniencing too, like doing things like eating my... <laughs> eating my nails. No, I do not eat my nails. <laughs> it hasn't come to that. <laughs> it may if I get rid of the peanut butter cups. Um, doing my nails instead of snacking because Ooh. it's very inconvenient for me then to try to, yes. I don't want to mess up my nails right. and I've made snacking like right. physically difficult That's at that so point. That's so funny. Um, I feel like there was, I can't not remember, there, were, there was an example that she gave from one of her readers in the book and I can't remember, I feel like they used it for that. And I can't remember if it was snacking or not, but it was similar where it was like, yeah. well, I paint my nails and then I know that I can't do like other things yeah, after that. Things that yeah. <laughs> um, getting rid of cable was big to us because I still watch oh, yeah. TV, but now I have to be a little more intentional about it. It's a little more inconvenient mm-hmm. and I have to either pay for something right. if I really want to watch it right. or log in. So there's a lot less mindless, gotcha. like I don't do any channel surfing yeah. anymore at right. all. It's like I still sitting, watch down, plenty sitting of down to watch some ridiculousness, specific. as our <laughs> listeners know. But I choose it and right. I thoroughly enjoy right. it instead of go. just mindless. That is different. Um, and then things like taking social media off mm-hmm. the phone or whatever if mm-hmm. I need a break, so that it's just incon- I'm not going to log into my computer and look at it. Right. Right. But if it's right there, I'll reflexively, yeah. like you said, so or just moving it. That's a good one too. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I feel like the convenience inconvenience is something that I think about a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I think I've talked about before. I am just, I am so motivated by efficiency. Yes. I just, I love efficiency yeah. above like nearly all other <laughs> values. And so I feel like if there's just nearly anything in my life that I'm going to be doing more than one time, mm-hmm. I am just like thinking about like, how can I optimize this I automate process? This? Yeah. Exactly. Like, um, even just more recently, I kind of, uh, kind of updated my email system mm-hmm. a little bit and like had some automated folders done mm-hmm. and like filters done. Like my podcast emails get filtered right away to mm-hmm. somewhere different, um, versus other things. And that way it was just, because before it was like, well, I'll leave an email in my inbox until I respond. But then, you know, it'd get buried and it would mm-hmm. be like, and now it's like sitting in a folder. Once I respond, I move it to a different folder, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of um, things like that. Um, yeah, I think the convenience with being healthy, I try to think about that a lot too. I mean, even like like not to having dessert in the house, like the yeah. convenient foods are the healthy foods, yeah. you know? And, and using that inconvenience of I'd have to leave my house to exactly. go get a dessert. Right, exactly. <laughs> or like for us to like, um, yeah, I either have to leave my house or like make it myself. Right, right. You know? 
And then it's like, if I really want it, I can do that. Right. I can make some brownies, but it's not, it's so convenient exactly. to just grab and mm-hmm. go. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So yeah. Um, let's see. I think that factors into a lot too, like in our decluttering the house mm-hmm. and keeping it easier to clean. Mm-hmm. And then now just kind of my threshold for what clean is, or just like now if something doesn't have a place, it's like, you know, I see something as out of place as inhibiting like the convenience of keeping the yeah. house clean, yeah. you know, so. And just functioning in mm-hmm. said house. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm trying to think. I don't know if I've specifically used, maybe I have, but I'm not sure how like the strategy, the strategy of inconvenience. I probably should do things like turning off one click buying and mm-hmm. things like that. I think she talked about those uh-huh. strategies like online. Well, and you do, you're great about unsubscribing. That's an Ooh, inconvenience, all that kind of true. thing. You're like, it's convenient to have that come sure. right to you, but you're making right. it more That's difficult. True. That's true. And you're good about like, you put your phone in mm-hmm. like a different room oh, or yeah. away sometimes, right? Look at right? all that. Yes. Look at you. Look at that, you. you I use know. it more than you know. <laughs> Look at me being all inconvenient. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do try to do those things. Um, what about safeguards? Okay. This um, is an interesting one. So to me, like eating before I go to the grocery store mm, or that's I know, a great just, like, one. being intentional about not getting too hungry, like mm-hmm. safeguarding against that. Yes. Um, with the gym, like if I can't go at my normal time, I pre-schedule a different time to go and make up that class. Like it's already decided for the week what classes I'm going to go to. It's not mm-hmm. like, so I know as things come up, that, right. you know, whatever. Right. Um, if I'm going out to dinner, I try to preview the menu ahead of time Ooh, and decide. That's a good one. It's kind of safeguarding against all those. This one was a lot about like temptations yeah. and avoiding them. Um, and that one too, like I know we'll talk about it later, but I, I like this too. Like the safeguards, I feel like comes into um, like planning to have a treat mm-hmm. instead of like that spontaneous treat yes. where then you're like, ooh, but now I'm not like doing what I yes. said I would do. And yeah. so I really like that where it's like the safeguard of like, no, I'm going to plan to do mm-hmm. this thing for myself mm-hmm. and then so I'm not off my you know whatever right. I'm trying to do I like that um avoiding she talks about in this section to avoiding the what the hell mentality <laughs> which I am big at like okay. oh I ate one cookie what the gotcha. hell let's eat them all right or I blew my whole day um mm-hmm. and so I'm just gonna eat whatever today mm-hmm. instead of like no I had a big greasy brunch for mm-hmm. Sunday you know Sunday right. brunch and I had a Bloody Mary and it was all mm-hmm. fabulous and then she talks about like specifically in terms of eating or something like that to say um, like instead of oh I'll do it tomorrow and that, uh-huh. like that tomorrow mentality to say think of your idea or of your day in terms of like quarters yeah I liked that so I, I really liked that that was helpful like um, it's kind of how I think of my day eating mm-hmm. wise especially anyways so like okay yeah. I had a big breakfast or I had a big snack well right. let's still have get the rest of the, the day afternoon and, mm-hmm. and to not just throw the baby out with the bathwater right. all the time which yeah. I do a lot of <laughs> um, this one um, safeguarding I feel like this comes into my habit that I'm trying to be better about of not picking my cuticles uh-huh. I think I've talked about this before and so one thing that's really helping me that I realized is keeping my nails very pretty short. Mm-hmm. Like I notice, like I'll just suddenly notice like, Oh, I'm picking up my cuticles and then I'll notice, Ooh, my nails have gotten a little yeah. bit long. So keeping my nails super yeah. short. And then for me, painting my nails yeah. too has mm-hmm. like really been helping. And this painting was, your nails changes your life. People. It, just, it really <laughs> is. Look, I am a convert. My nails are you painted. Are. My I nails have it. been painted like the past few weeks. I'm just, I'm really loving it. Um, I used to, and I, this was kind of like a holdup for me. I thought, okay, because I keep my nails very short, they won't look good painted, mm-hmm. but they do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
they turns really out they do yes so that was like a really nice thing uh-huh. for me to learn and i'm slowly getting better yeah so that yeah. helps and you just want to pick at them less Mm, yeah. because they look nice yeah, so it's be- like you just yes, want to leave them alone yes because they look nice and then the other thing this is maybe kind of safeguard maybe a little bit distraction but I keep lotion I try to keep lotion with me and mm-hmm. I keep lotion at my desk at work mm-hmm. and I like put that on and has the like the double of like it keeps my cuticles moisturized but then it also kind of distracts me give you something else yeah, to do yeah exactly um, I feel like I had oh I have a safeguard for my exercising too um, because we do orange theory the it's kind of expensive. Yeah. Like I'm paying $90 a month to mm-hmm. just go eight times. Mm-hmm. So I'm paying a lot per class and I sign up ahead of time and you get charged $12 for either canceling like within 12 you hours. Because schedule your classes, Because right? I schedule okay. and book them. If you like, I think if you cancel it or just if you don't show up. Yeah. So like you like that really put the money safeguard. on the line. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, I mean, I'm paying for this. It makes me want mm-hmm. to get my money's worth. And then, yeah, if it was just like, oh, I don't get charged. Mm-hmm. I could totally see myself doing that more often. Right. And now it's like, oh, yeah, so totally that really that really kind of helps. Um, OK, what about loophole spotting? Okay, I think part of that she talks about the tomorrow logic, like mm, like just right. knowing what your loopholes are, kind like, of what I'm your loopholes like, are. Oh, I'll do it tomorrow, mm-hmm. or I'll be back on track tomorrow, or I'll yeah. do, you know, and to just like call that out. Mm-hmm. But then I think the inverse of that too is like making a really big deal of when I defeat a potential loophole. Mm. Like I'm a big excuse maker, so anything like I got my period, I'm tired, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. the kids sick, something right. is going on, and so there's all these reasons why. For example, I wouldn't go to the gym. Mm-hmm. So when I do one of when I do go despite one of those mm-hmm. things, like Kristen and I both make a really big deal about it. Like you went to the gym, even though you had that, that would have <laughs> right. like former us would have yes. used that as an excuse yes. and felt totally justified in doing so. Yeah. So I think even that just like you, using it to your advantage, like the mm-hmm. inverse of it, when you notice that you're, mm-hmm. you know, changing that habit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really, really like that. Um, I don't, let's see. Oh, I yeah. think you're I, such an upholder. I don't I think know, you I'm even like, find uh, loopholes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I actually, I, I feel like, is this one? I'm like going to have one that's like not even one. <laughs> this is, I feel like this is a, maybe a little bit more like planning ahead for a treat or something, but, um, but planning ahead if I'm going to eat out for my lunch. Cause like I always take lunch to work. Mm-hmm. And so then I always like want to plan ahead and I'll, I, f- I feel like this is not this even is not a loophole. I'm, I'm just telling you right now, it's not a loophole. What's a loophole again? It's when you like make an excuse for yourself, basically. Like you found a loophole in your own plan. You don't do that ever because you're I an upholder. You don't want to find I'm going to really think about it and I'm going to let you know if I, I do I do think one. she talked about like upholders don't really struggle with this because you're so <laughs> intrinsically motivated. Yeah. And externally motivated. It's like, well, why would I want a loophole? I love my habits. I mean, I made this plan. Okay, I'm not going to try to make something up. If I think of something, I'll tell you. But okay. You have none. Moving on. Distraction. Um, This is one I've... I don't know. I read this tip somewhere and it's been really working. So uh-huh. I... Um, I don't know that, I guess I was in a bad habit of being very reactionary to toddler tantrums. Like oh, mm-hmm. I just hit, we had developed this dynamic where mm-hmm. she would get upset. I would get mm-hmm. upset. We would just keep escalating each other, mm-hmm. you know, and someone mentioned walking away, but not just walking away. Cause that's hard to do and just ignore, yeah. but like giving yourself something else to. So I've been walking away and drinking a glass of water mm. and it forces you to calm your breathing down. 
you get all riled up and it forces you to calm right. down. Mm-hmm. You get rid of your dry mouth that might be <laughs> creeping up because right. you're just like so frustrated. So I, that's super helpful. And you literally can't say anything right. or yell anything. When there's water in your with mouth. With water in your mouth. So that's like, that was one example of a distraction that I've done to break that bad habit. Mm, I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. I feel like probably the best one that I can think of is just like, yeah, that like putting lotion on, on my hands that I try to like have with me, um, have with me all mm-hmm. the time. Um, this is kind of an opposite distraction. I feel like this probably <laughs> doesn't put like actually go here, but I can't remember where it goes, but um, <laughs> no, I'm not going to even, it's like, it's such, not, see these don't even, this is so funny because I really needed this part, like uh-huh. the tactics. Okay. Like how do I change this? And you're like the beginning part. You're like, yes, I love habits. <laughs> I am an upholder. And now you're like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what a loophole is. <laughs> um okay uh let's go to oh oh wait wait i have to okay yeah this is this is going to be for the next one so reward okay reward so i really liked what she talked about how um rewards can be dangerous and Mm -hmm. even like i've Mm -hmm. always thought this in my teaching and parenting strategy too it just it tends to encourage the wrong thing right and especially if you're talking about habits you're trying to either break a bad habit or mm-hmm. start a good one. And those things in and of themselves, if they're worth doing, doing mm-hmm. should be rewarding. Um, but she did talk about some things that can be rewarding. Like for instance, um, some people like competition is rewarding mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. Um, recognition. Yeah. And she was saying that challenge is particularly rewarding for a rebel te- because oh, it's like all based on right. pushing yourself and deciding right. what like your challenge will be. And mm-hmm. I've definitely found that to be true in this like gym situation mm-hmm. and she was saying that rewards can also be dangerous because there's this like finish line yeah right and i don't want a finish line right i want to just live this way now mm-hmm. and so that was something really interesting and then um just that natural consequences good or bad can be mm-hmm. powerful motivators so mm-hmm. you know the you you get a reward for losing 10 pounds well your reward is that you lost 10 pounds <laughs> right, and right. You, your pants fit i <laughs> <Exactly>. mean <laughs> But like the negative can be true too. Like if you don't do certain things, there are negative consequences. Right. So yeah, I like yeah. What you said I, about I, that. I thought that this was another just like really insightful part that, yeah, just that intrinsic reward of habits mm-hmm. and just thinking about, or like a reward that promotes the habit itself, which I know this is something that you agree with, but like new exercise clothes, yeah. like something mm-hmm. that just makes you even more excited mm-hmm. for the habit, you yeah. know? Um, so I, I really, really liked that. Um, and this was something that I like r- reminded me of what our sleep coach had been telling us about, uh, like when we were working with Dash with mm-hmm. his sleep. And she said, you know, she really liked to, you know, try not to do like um, rewards, like sticker charts mm-hmm. and stuff. But even though he's just three to emphasize to him, you know, like sleep sleep, sleeping well means Mm -hmm. that you have energy means that mama and daddy have energy Mm -hmm. like all those things and so yeah just like kind of kind of think thinking about that too i've been you know trying to have my habit of putting on sunscreen Mm -hmm. every day um 
I kind of had like a monitoring thing for that for a while where I was like filling in like a dot on my calendar every day when I did that. Mm -hmm. And then like, but after a while too, it's like, well, the reward is hopefully that I don't get skin cancer (laughs) and that I don't have tons of wrinkles, you know? And so it is kind of one of those things like just looking within the habit Mm -hmm. and trying to have that be, Mm -hmm. um, you know, something, something too. And then I feel like that also is part of my not picking my cuticles Mm -hmm. because then like I have hands and like nails that look nice you know and that's like very nice Mm -hmm. I do feel like that's like and it's this big cycle like Mm -hmm. the less I do it mm -hmm. the less I do it like the more I love the way they look now so I think a lot of things work that way yes I really like that um oh uh next is oh okay this is where I wanted to this is where I wanted to share the quote which I was like oh Gretchen okay um (laughs) She's talking about rewards. She says, as an upholder, I have a strong sense of self-preservation. And I'll say to myself, I'm at the end of my rope. I'm going to stop working and read Jung's memories, dreams, and reflections for an hour. (laughs) Come now. Come on. Can you not just say read? Come on. (laughs) You're just going to read. Maybe don't quote. Like, Like you lost me, Gretchen. I mean, okay. (laughs) It like, there's two things. Either... Is she so out of touch that she doesn't know that other people would think? Or is it like, come on, you're kind of bragging, right? No, totally. See, I will say, because she talks about this next part, how, because rewards and treats are kind of related. Mm -hmm. She talks about how rebels readily give themselves treats Mm -hmm. and rewards and actually can go like Uh too far. Like, Uh I deserve all of the things. So I did, when she said like, I have the first part of that sentence. The self-preservation. The self-preservation that she's like very self-aware. I, I do feel like that. And I was like, okay, that's, and she does say other people might have a harder time because they feel obligated to do things mm-hmm. for other people or whatever right. it might be. So I did get, but then, yeah, I mean, you go read that. Well, I go watch Housewives. So <laughs> there we have it. I just feel This like, is where we part ways. Yes, that was just such a funny thing because I just feel like, like, and I, I will say on the one hand, like, as I said, like I'm an upholder, like I can, and just, just like the way she is, like she is, she does have like good motivations. Like mm-hmm. she wants to help people yes. and stuff. And it's just, it's just so funny how particular she is mm-hmm. and just like extreme, like in her, like she is Gretchen Rubin. And right. like, I love that. But it was just like, yeah, I just could not figure out. Like, do you realize that you no one else is going to relate to this? Or no, totally, totally. I mean, if you like, if you wanted to have something that sounds very sophisticated, I mean, you could have said like the New Yorker. Yeah, and it would be like, okay, like I've heard of that. Like, yeah. maybe that's not a treat for me, but okay, like I kind of see where. Totally. And I'm like, I mean, I never would think to read that in no, a million totally. years. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's just so funny um okay and what about and what about treats so like yeah yeah, so reward is Mm -hmm. kind of like meeting a goal you know like kind it could be like a finish line but and a treat she said is like just for whatever like um she talks about how um like to me the gym the new gym clothes are a Mm, treat and it's not hurting anything right um reading is a treat like Mm -hmm. just ways that i like treat myself kind of a thing yeah um one reality TV show at nap time mm-hmm. per day is my treat. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm not mindless about it. I know exactly which one I'm going to watch. Mm-hmm. And I, that is my 40 minutes to yes. like use as just for <laughs> that. And it, it has just become a treat. And when mm-hmm. I try to be like, Oh no, I don't need to do It's like, no, I mean, mm-hmm. why not? Yeah. But she did talk about how, you know, rebels will readily give themselves treats because mm-hmm. we're kind of self-centered from mm-hmm. the sounds of this book. actually. <laughs> <laughs> but how like frequent treats are like shopping 
and food and screen time mm-hmm. and so that you have to be really careful with it. And that's totally what I do mm-hmm. um, just in different ways. And so mm-hmm. like being intentional, like it should be something healthy, like gym mm-hmm. clothes, fine. If mm-hmm. you really are going to the gym as right. much as you are, you legitimately need right. a few more gym yeah. clothes and why yeah. not feel good in them? But yeah. like just shopping because you feel like shopping right. is something else. So yeah. Yeah. I really liked, um, she had kind of an idea and I want to, I want to do this and maybe like write a blog post about it, about like a list of treats that are like healthy for mm-hmm. you or that like don't cost money or mm-hmm. something like that. And I feel like one that I have sort of known about, but it's, I'm just realizing it is going to plant nurseries yes. and just wandering around yes. and just like, cause I, I want to do so much with our yard mm-hmm. and I just like to look at the plants. Mm-hmm. Like I went this Get weekend, ideas. I just took tons of pictures yeah. and um, yeah, it cost me nothing. It was super fulfilling. Like I was outside, you know, I didn't mm-hmm. spend money. It was just, I was like, okay, this is like a good thing. And it was mm-hmm. just like, I don't know. It just, I felt, it felt productive, mm-hmm. even though I didn't have to spend any money and I didn't actually have to mm-hmm. expend that much energy. So anyway, yeah. I feel like antiquing like can be like that Ooh, for me too, because yeah. it's hard to impulse antique yes. shops. Yes. Like you have to be really specific and mm-hmm. be looking for like maybe that one perfect thing. Right. right. And so unless you're like just a junk yeah. order, which I'm not. So. Yeah. <laughs> and things can kind of be expensive enough yeah. where you can't like yeah. do as many like, oh, well, it's dig. just. But it's just fun to like, yeah. I feel like it taps into this creative mm-hmm. side and like I get behind the story and mm-hmm. like kind of immerse yourself mm-hmm. in different time periods and stuff. Yeah. And I'll feel that same way, just kind of wandering around. Yeah. I love vintage that. Vintage store or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So what about pairing? Any like any um, pairing? I that fold you do? laundry while listening to podcasts. Ooh, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. I kind of save my favorites for that. Mm-hmm. Um, working out, I'm finding so much better to music or dancing. That's why I really oh, like the classes yeah. and the Les Mills and the dance classes. Yeah. Um, actually, it was funny because one of my body pump classes, her music wasn't working. Like she didn't have oh. the right adapter to plug into the speaker because she got a new phone. And so she was just like playing it on her phone really quiet. And it was so hard to do it. Like she was still completely counting everything off and cueing us. It's not like I didn't know what to do, but it was so hard to keep going and stay motivated. So I realized how, how big of a part that really plays for me. Yes. Um, honestly, like for my first thought with working out was I am going to have Jay for three days, three full days a week now. Mm -hmm. Um, and what am I going to do with her? And I have, kid free time than when I work out. Mm-hmm. So oh, totally. I get a, a way to start my day without yeah. like entertaining her right mm-hmm. away. So I go drop her off for an hour. She mm-hmm. has fun at the gym. Mm-hmm. And so like that was pairing like mm-hmm. kid free time with something right. like working out that right. was intimidating to do. And yeah. like, well, maybe that'll get right. me to the gym. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Oh, I really like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, I listen to podcasts on my way to um, my orange theory class. And I feel like I go right now I'm going Mondays and Fridays and there are some specific podcasts that like come out on those days. So it's kind of like a thing where, you know, I'm not even thinking about, okay, I have to go work out. It's just like, oh, I get to get in the car and listen to this podcast kind of. Um, I have another pairing that I do that I I get like so so much satisfaction out of and it's like so silly, but... Every Monday on the way back from my Orange Theory class, I go fill the car up with gas. And it's just like this That's little... A <laughs> it's like a pairing. a pairing. It's a pairing. Does that have to be a treat? <laughs> I don't know. What's a treat? Well, like <laughs> just when you're kidding. pairing something less desirable I'm just with something. Kidding. I mean, but I don't... I think the thing is, is like getting gas used to feel inconvenient. Like it would be like... Oh, oh. so you're pairing... The positive is the working out. Mm-hmm. 
And yeah, the, I don't know. The, like less desirable is the getting gas. Yeah, the less desirable okay. is the getting gas. I get what you're saying. But like, but and now that I do it that way, it's like, ooh, like I get it done Monday it's just morning. What I do. Yeah, and it's like the car's mm-hmm. full of gas at the beginning of the mm-hmm. week. It's at a convenient time because I have this little like pocket of time on my way home. It's not really busy at the gas station. It's not when I'm like, oh crap, like yeah. it just dinged at yeah. me. And so I don't know. It just like removed this kind of stress totally. about it. And so I have no, found I it. That. I have found it to be just like so. It it feels like I'm like checking something like your, off. Your life is together. Yes. <laughs> like I'm getting gas on Monday morning and at I 6 a.m. Yes. feels so good. <laughs> um, okay. So this last section was kind of interesting. It was titled um, of the book was called Unique Like Everyone Else. Mm-hmm. And it's these um, uh, concepts of clarity, identity, and other people. So what about um, clarity? Okay. So she talks about... Um having clarity of values and clarity mm-hmm. of action. So mm-hmm. what do I value and what do I expect from myself? Yeah. And I really like that. And I feel like that's a good starting place mm-hmm. to even think about if you're thinking about like, okay, what habits do I need to cultivate in my life yeah. to make these changes? Um, I think I have had and still kind of have a bit of a lack of clarity about how I use my free time because mm-hmm. I haven't exactly prioritized what my values are and then what direct action like what Mm -hmm. does that mean that I'm going to do every time I have Mm -hmm. a kid free day you Mm -hmm. know um I like what she says in that section too about when two values seem to conflict is it a false choice oh like can you actually choose both that that was that was good I can't Mm -hmm. she gave so many great ones it's like well I'm super busy so I couldn't possibly like I mean do I can't cook dinner or whatever or like I get home at this certain time I can't cook dinner I have a a deadline at work so I can't Mm -hmm. work out and it's like well could you do both right or could you you know Mm -hmm. does it really have to be one Mm -hmm. or the other so I really liked that that's it. That's all I got for that. I punctuated with a sniff in case you didn't know what that meant. That was your cue. <laughs> you take it from here, Kelsey. Okay. So I think one example for clarity. So, you know, I love to make my monthly goals on my blog and I love to use kind of my, uh, I use my get to work book most month to, to kind of do like a monthly reflection and stuff. I feel like that just gives me a chance to, think about okay how do I want to be spending my time in the next month mm-hmm. like what how did I spend my time what did I actually get done um and I guess I just I love doing that I mean I'm certainly not intentional like every single thing I do right. but I I try to be intentional I guess about yeah. being intentional and do so, these things like match my overall value right mm-hmm. exactly um what about identity okay this was another light bulb moment for really because basically she said through the whole book hey all these strategies work except if you're a rebel because <laughs> rebels don't give a shit yeah <laughs> kind of what i got out of the whole yeah. thing yeah which is true we yeah. kind of we don't give yeah. a lot of craps about things and i feel so, like that must have been it was like oh okay like yeah. that doesn't mean i'm like like i can't do stuff that yeah. just means like I this is just what i need to work, work with yes. yeah um so she says that we tend to be very motivated by the phrase, like, I am the kind of person mm-hmm. who, and mm-hmm. I found that to be so, so true. Like, until she said it, I wouldn't have thought mm-hmm. that. But, um, and for me, honestly, it works both positively and negatively. I think mm-hmm. that I will tell myself a lot of stories about myself that may not be true. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm just mm-hmm. lazy or I'm not good at blah, blah, blah. Right. Instead of like, I can flip that script very easily if I tell myself a different story and believe it. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of interesting. Um, 
She said, it's great for rebels because we place great value on being true to ourselves. Mm -hmm. So we embrace a habit if we view it as an aspect of our identity. Mm -hmm. And that is so true. And even Mm -hmm. like the gym clothes, all of the things I'm like, Mm -hmm. no, I want to be the kind of girl who is all in, like Uh does, does X, Y, Z. Um, I like what she says about how labels should help us understand ourselves more deeply, not limit our sense of Mm. identity. So like all of these, you know, there's all these, are you a this or a this? Right. It's just more like a tool for understanding. Mm -hmm. And I think she is clear about that. To like work with Mm -hmm. your strengths or like work with. Yeah. I, I, I really, really liked that too. And I did just feel like that was so, um, so insightful. And I guess we'll kind of get to this in the next thing, but I just think for uh, me, I mean, I did, identify with Gretchen a lot in terms of like wanting to help other people Mm -hmm. and because habits are so easy like just come easier for me or I enjoy them so Mm -hmm. much and I do feel like I have like tactics that work very well for me Mm -hmm. then um that just helps me like I don't like I don't want to be like giving people advice or like prescribing things Mm -hmm. that that isn't helpful or that is not being mindful of like what actually would be helpful for them. So I really, really like that. Um, But in the identity. Yeah, I just kind of thought about this. I mean, with all the, you know, social media comparison Mm -hmm. that goes on. Mm -hmm. um, It's just like such a great reminder to like stop and think about no, like what, like what am I really all about or what Mm -hmm. works for me? Like Mm -hmm. one thing that I um, thought about and that we already talked about is like, I feel like there's kind of this like cultural perception of like women love clothes and they love makeup mm-hmm. and hair and all this stuff. And I like, I want to feel confident in it, but mm-hmm. it, it's not my favorite. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to have tons of clothes. Need, I, like thus that I don't want to have to make all these right. decisions about yeah. skincare. Yeah, or, exactly. Yeah. And like a new bag and like tons of shoes and mm-hmm. stuff. And then it'll be like, yeah. And so I think just like having the permission of like, I'm not really into that Mm -hmm. and like that's not what I'm into and but I have like other strengths Mm -hmm. you know and so so yeah I just I really really like that I feel like I wish I could remind myself of that more often or kind of check in with that Mm -hmm. more often like uh is this kind of off because you're trying to force yourself into doing something that doesn't really work for you right you know so Mm -hmm. yeah and so yeah lastly what about the other people I like that she put this in here um, <laughs> did you kay. make it to that part of the book? I did, but I have nothing <laughs> to say about it because I'm a jerky rebel. <laughs> no, I just, it was like, okay, I, okay. We all so, are so going to like all and different. We can't make anybody yeah. do anything. Right. But I feel like because I feel like I do actually have a, um, because I'm so like fiercely, uh, independent and like mm-hmm. tied to my own identity. Mm-hmm. I, I think I really do have a good sense of like, they might not want to be that way. Mm-hmm. Like right. everyone should have their own since fears. I'm, since I'm yeah. this way, yeah. that's how I would kind um, of expect other people to be. Or like not really caring. Like, right. I'm like, I oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not that I don't care about other people, but I don't care if you like right. do adopt you, do my habit thing. style. In right. fact, it's really hard to be to be so a rebel. I would caution so maybe you. Maybe don't be. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Um, yeah. Any other any other last thoughts about habits? Is there any like yeah anything that came up that uh, yeah I don't know that was like a new tactic that you think you're going to use? I just or? I just overall really liked. She brought it up in a couple different areas. The whole idea of um, forming a habit just takes the 
thinking and the Mm self-control and the willpower out of it. You do it for a little while. Mm -hmm. And then that's the whole point of it being a habit is that then you're not thinking about it anymore. You're not waking up every morning thinking, am I going to go to the gym? I'm so sore, blah, blah, blah. It's just like, nope, this is what I do. Right. Um, And it just really, that is like a very helpful thing to think about Mm -hmm. in anything, getting rid of bad ones or adding good ones. Yeah. Ooh, I have a question for you. Are you a bed maker, a daily making the bed? Or is that something that... If I feel like it. If you feel like it. And what about Jeremiah? When I feel like it. No. Because I'm still in the bed when he leaves <laughs> So that would be weird. Oh, I love it. Me and the dogs are like hunkered uh, down hitting the Oh, and what button. do you think um, Jeremiah's tendency type questioner. is? Oh, questioner. 100%. Okay. I was reading this to him in bed and he is super motivated by data and information and he's got that edge tendency to him too like the independent edge where like Mm -hmm. no i mean i'm only gonna do it if it makes sense to me right makes sense to me Um, based on what i know yeah so i think he's definitely a questioner okay i feel like i can't i feel like chris is like maybe kind of a combination i feel like kind of if you ask him what does he say have you asked mm, him about it i've kind of asked him and i've made him take the quiz i feel like he might be like questioner almost like question or rebel. I don't know. It's interesting. Like he definitely can, he can do habits, but yeah, only if he wants to and mm-hmm. sees that they're like helpful for him. So I bet he's a questioner. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to say. I like feel he like, needs lots of information too. Yeah. He, he like likes to have the information and then he's like good to go. But if it doesn't, yeah, if it doesn't, if he doesn't deem it mm-hmm. helpful, then no, he's definitely not going to do it. There was something even interesting that I read about how if rebels and questioners are together mm-hmm. or in a working relationship or whatever, mm-hmm. that um, the questioner tends to be like the extensive researcher mm. and then has a hard time like sometimes making that decision and that the, yeah, the rebel you. is like the trigger man. Like, that's right. Okay, and you did all is, the work. Let's do it. And that is totally yeah. you guys. So it's so funny because we've described ourselves that way. So to see it like, right. oh, that's kind of a common yes. pattern or whatever was really funny. That's so, so mm-hmm. interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know why I thought of like the making the bed every day. I feel like she just like mentioned mm-hmm. that like people who make the bed are this way. So I do not make the bed every day, but Chris does. Oh. And I love it. Like it makes no, I really me do feel love like, it, it like makes I... me feel like mm-hmm. a better person. <laughs> like, thank you. Thank you for I feel like my better. life is like all together. Oh yeah. This is the an example of you complete me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. All right. I loved this. I feel like I feel like this is. There's so much to talk about. There is so so much, but I think we will wrap it up there. Um, But thank you so much for listening, everyone. We would love to know what you thought of the book and what tendency you are, and like how these like different Mm -hmm. tactics might work and not work in in your life. Connect with us on Instagram. We're Hi Girls Next Door, and we love to get your emails at Hi girls next door at gmail.com and show notes for all of our episodes are always at girl next door podcast.com and sign up for our newsletter yes. it's like a friendly postcard in your inbox yep um thanks so much for dropping in until next time be neighborly Oh, you want me to say about habits. Okay. <laughs> you to say about habits. Well, I feel like I talk about <laughs> I said that like a three year old. I had a lot to say for somebody who didn't actually read the book. 
even metallic around here. Yeah. So just all these possibilities now that I own coasters. <laughs> now I'm going to be real crafty. <laughs> the world is open, is your oyster now. Now, now that I'm that kind of a gal. <laughs> There's no telling what I might do. I need to tell you a funny Zumba tale. Oh. I almost got in a fight today in Zumba. Not really. Was it those high tops? <laughs> Someone tried to steal my high tops. No. The dragon pants. <laughs> just making makes you me feel feisty. feisty. It does make me feel feisty. <laughs> Tell me more. But there was this. So the the one instructor that I really like with the yes, crazy hair with that the I hair. told you about. Like mm-hmm. she's a little bit older. So she has kind of this like quite older lady following. Like oh, okay. they just really like her. Yeah. Which she's great. She has right. quite a diverse class actually. Mm-hmm. But there's this like particular group of like. I'm talking like in their 60s ladies. Okay. And um, Kristen and I have decided we want to be more in the front because okay. it's easier to yeah, follow along. Yeah. Like we're not feeling so right. like unconfident. Get in that, there. Yeah, so we just, get, we're getting in there. And so on Tuesdays we have pump right before that mm-hmm. in that room. So we're already there. So gotcha. we just like moved our stuff up and right. we were all Ready set in go. the front, like the front right corner of the room. And <laughs> this lady comes in and there's still like plenty it's a huge wide yeah. room oh, right yeah. and she comes in and she stands I'm not kidding you closer than I am to you right now <laughs> that's awkward puts her stuff down right in front of mine <gasps> like mine's up against the wall in the corner and she puts it like in front and she's just standing there staring at me and I'm like hi like trying to be nice and she's like I usually stand here is that okay and I was like well I'm standing here right now <laughs> I'm getting uncomfortable. I know, yeah, because really, like, come on. There's yeah. a whole room, and we yeah. don't have assigned seats. Yeah. Like, yeah, and we've been there enough now to know, like, everybody. Yeah, maybe people have right kind of general habit, area. But, but yeah, yeah, if you're there first, you're there like, first. You just, I'm not moving. Right. I'm standing here. Right. My stuff is here. No, yeah. I want to be it's here for be a reason. Okay. <laughs> I was so. And then she was like, oh, "Well, good for you." And like <gasps> walked away. And I was like, "Oh my Do you God. want my top to the ass? Because you're about to get one." <laughs> And then I was just oh like, gosh, I, mean, I don't know. So care. where did she go stand? Like just and behind you in, a little bit? She's like, then she's like looking around by Kristen all flustered. She's like, like seeing that there's not a spot right where she wants right, to be. Right. She's like, I guess I'll just go stand in back. Like just muttering to herself. <laughs> and then she's in back and I'm like, you are not even doing remotely close to what the teacher is doing. <laughs> and then she ended up believing halfway through. Oh my gosh. I'm just like, this is ridiculous. She I was mean, just all mad that she didn't get yeah, her way. I really was ridiculous. not going to be bullied into so yeah, giving I'd, up my Okay, spot. here is the room. Here's the front. So you're yes. like here. Yeah. And she could have been here, 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 yes. here, here, here. Or way over here in the front. In the front. Right. Close exactly. Close Just not the in the front right. Yes. Not in the frontest, rightest the corner. Most spot. Right. Which was the most awkward that you could possibly stand because like right. I had six feet between me and the right. mirror. There's and she actually was in front not of me. a spot like, there. Not a spot. <laughs> not a spot. And so I was just like, no, I'm not moving. And we've actually had this issue uh, like a little bit where people just like, they have their exact spot and they will stand directly like you're here. Right. Stand directly in front of you. Not even just like move over a little bit so you can see yourself in the mirror or whatever. Like with that little crew over there. So I'm like, that's it. I am. (laughs) I will not be bullied by these 60 year olds. (laughs) That is too funny. Yeah. Well, good for you for standing your ground. Dragon pants. (laughs) 